welcome back to another episode of Who Says? My name is Jennifer, and as always, I am joined by the amazing Deanna and Tatiana. Hi, you guys. Hello. Hey. <laughs> you have to take yourself off mute. <laughs> as a reminder to everybody, this podcast is about something very, very precious, your freedom. That's the freedom to live the life of your dreams. So how the heck do we tackle that? We do that by talking about and questioning those things that often get in the way of our happiness and our peace of mind. We sometimes go through life feeling misunderstood or alone in our challenges and situations. So if nothing else, this podcast is here to remind you that you are not alone. We see you and we got your back. So that brings us to today's topic. That is the idea that vacations just shouldn't disappoint. We have a precious few days off work or a week or whatever the, the time frame is. It could be a night away. And it is so precious. It's so rare that we have these just crazy expectations for how it needs to go. Whereas life we know is uncertain and imperfect. And we really don't expect that every day is going to be the best day of our life. For whatever reason, at least, and I'm curious to hear what the ladies have to say, but for me, I've noticed that when I finally take time off, everything needs to go the way that I want it to go. It needs to look a certain way. It needs to meet my expectations. And when it doesn't, I kind of freak the F out. I get a little bit upset. So I wanted to talk about this and the inspiration for this episode came from a couple months ago when I got away to the beach with my husband for a few days. I think it was our first trip away since before the pandemic. So it was much needed and I was super excited. And then we just had a couple bumps in the road, including one major bump in the road. And it took me out of my vacation mode a couple of times. I, it really took away my peace of mind. It really took away my joy. I got into the whole, this is not how it's supposed to go. I am not okay with this. This is wrong. <laughs> what the heck universe, you know, I needed this time away to go well. So I just realized how that is sort of total opposite to how life goes. I'm used to things not going the way that I expect them to go. And I've created some ways to sort of deal with that. And to make sure I don't fully get disempowered, but with vacations, it's just like a totally different perspective that I have. The weather needs to be perfect. The food needs to be amazing. Every activity we do needs to be the funnest activity where nobody fights. There's no arguments. And where we stay is literally picture perfect, you know, beautiful and comfortable and quiet, all that. So I was looking at that and noticing, wow, those are all external factors. So the success, at least again, for me, the success of a vacation has to do with all of these things, food and lodging and weather that we really have no control about. Truly, we could find the most beautiful place on Airbnb or whatever, and it could be, and it could flood or that you could have like crazy neighbors. There's just only so much that we can control. And so I started to look at how can I get my power back in this vacation so that I can have the success of the vacation, maybe not reside outside of myself. And so I started to play with that, you know, in order that I could take back and empower myself around the vacation so that it was worth the money. It was worth the time off. It was worth the drive. Like, how do I resolve how I'm feeling so that I can be happy about this experience? I'm curious, do you relate to what I just said or is it different for you? I'm going to toss it to Tatiana because she took herself off mute first. Oh, dang. <laughs> you oh, win. Deanna did too. Oh, no. Okay. You win. <laughs> 
Um, so I thought of like several things as you were leading us into this topic to start, but I think that it's, you know, kind of like throwback Thursday over here or throwback Tuesday to our like expectations episode a little bit, because I do the same thing. I actually just got back still recovering from, I should say like, or wishing I was back on vacation from like a week long trip in Colorado. And it was amazing. I've never been to Colorado. It was a whole new experience for me. And I had these expectations of how the trip was going to go. And then I would like try and check myself and say, no, you can't have expectations. It's going to be cool, but you don't know how. And it was like even worse. I took it to like the 10th degree and I actually ended up getting kind of anxious about how it was going to go, which doesn't help ease you into like the vacation mode. I also stacked like two vacations back to back. I did a camping trip, then literally was home for 12 hours and then got on a plane. So maybe in hindsight, <laughs> I don't need to put all the vacationing things in the same week, <laughs> but I was just like so burnt out at work. I could this is like the one week that was going to work for me to not be present. And I'm like, this is the week I'm cramming all the fun in here and it's going to be fun. Gosh, darn it. It was just a whirlwind. It was, you a- know what I was going to say, Tatiana, which may lead you into what happened. I was going to say, you know, that phrase when it rains, it pours. Oh, right. You're like, I'm not going to do one vacation. I'm going to do two. And ironically what happened? So, uh, uh, um, what had happened was, um, the, the first vacation, which was like the mini vacation was honestly, I loved the people I went with. We really did enjoy ourselves, but what happened was it rained, rain, rained the entire camping trip or the entire time that I was there on this camping trip. And I mean, it poured, there was a mini stream (laughs) in my tent. I like couldn't sleep all night. Everything you can think of happening where you're like, man, I hope that doesn't happen when I go camping. It kind of basically happened. I wouldn't say miserable because I really true, like my friends are amazing and we were celebrating my friend's birthday and that was spectacular. I loved catching up with her. That was great. But oh my goodness, at 3 a.m., trying to move and relocate my backpack to make sure that stuff doesn't flood in there. And I still have clothes for tomorrow and my boots are still dry. And, oh, wait, now I have to go to the bathroom, but it's torrentially downpouring outside. And that whole experience for me took a lot for me not to be like, F it, I'm going home or I'm sleeping in my car. I'm done with this. No, thank you. And I'm glad I didn't. Breakfast the next day was fantastic and made up for it. But, oh my goodness, when you talk about how I thought it was going to go and then how it actually went. I mean, could not be, I mean, polar opposites. I think that's one reason that I don't really travel a whole lot is because of the chance that this is going to get totally messed up. And I have stuff on my mind that I'm worrying about. Like I have a senior puppy, I like to call her and worrying about how she is. If she's okay. She needs a lot of care. She's got medication and she's still really in great health, but I worry about that. So like I'm on vacation or I'm somewhere where it's beautiful and I'm watching the sunrise on the beach and I'm thinking of, oh God, I hope she's okay. I, you know, I can't really fully be present in the moment there and enjoy my time because I'm thinking of work or thinking of, you know, other responsibilities and duties that I have that I left to have time to relax and enjoy where I'm at and I can't like there's that pull there so for me I'm just like it's just easier just to stay home (laughs) also go in because what I heard in the beginning though too was do you also stay away from planning trips because 
what if like the weather's not good or what if it's not a, yeah, it's what if like, my hope for it doesn't live up to. So, oh my know? gosh, this is so perfect. Cause I was just looking at, so Aaron, my fiance is going to be 40 in July and I keep kind of planting this do you what do you want to do do you want to like birthday party here and he's not a real big birthday person so he's just like he's like if you want to do something yeah that's great if you and I just want to do something that's great I'm thinking like all the things that we could do and then I'm also thinking like when's the best weekend to do that when is going to be the perfect time and how much and then there's also like the financial situation of traveling and then like Kuma what am I going to do with her the senior puppy then it all kind of snowballs and I'm like well Nope. Never mind. Just not gonna do it. <laughs> We're just gonna stay here. It, you know what? He doesn't care anyway. So that really makes doesn't. it easier. <laughs> okay, so you reference Aaron, your fiance. You guys are getting married. What is the conversation then around a honeymoon? There hasn't really been like, well, there's been like conversation about, you know, hey, you know, maybe we should look into where to go. And if money were no object, if we didn't just buy a house and we're not still forking out money for the wedding and, you know, if that wasn't an issue, then where would we want to go? And we talk about staying in the United States somewhere. We talk about going, you know, somewhere else, you know, abroad to another country. That'd be really awesome. And we don't have anything planned. We're probably going to do our annual beach trip that we do every year with some friends and we rent a house and I'm starting to get anxious about like, who am I going to have watched Kuma? <coughs> Tatiana. <laughs> it's going to be me. That's fine. <laughs> um, that'd be awesome. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll do something next year, you know, save and plan, you know, for a trip. So probably nothing in the cards this year for I mean, a Deanna. honeymoon. Who says you have to do a honeymoon right after the wedding? I know. So the beach is going to be basically our honeymoon. So <laughs> My sister and her husband, they took their honeymoon a couple of years after. I don't even know if it was one mm -hmm. year after. It might have been two years. But yeah, I mean. That'd be great. To have even the celebrate time to, your anniversary, yeah, you know, of like one year exactly. or two years. Yeah, that'd be totally fine with me. That'd be great. Right. And who knows by then things may have opened up a little bit more, you know, with the coronavirus. So who knows? Who, who knows? You know, we'll be able to save some money. Maybe we'll be able to do something bigger, you know, than what we had planned. So right. yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I really have nothing about it, as you know. <laughs> I love that because I feel like that could be a whole other thing. So I'm just going to throw this out there. We don't have to go down, down this path. I am sure that planning honeymoons, I mean, honestly, this is everything, uh, weddings, just everything to do with getting married. There's a lot of shoulds. I have to go on my honeymoon immediately. I have to leave for my honeymoon from the wedding or I, it, and it needs to be a big trip. I know that if I was doing that and now the way my husband and I got married at courthouse, it was a whole other thing. I can imagine in watching my sister go through the process of getting married and the shoulds were just running the whole show. So I love that that's not there for you around the honeymoon. Like, okay, you know what? Maybe we'll just like wait a year or two and maybe that would just like work out better. I just was curious because I think, a, I think a lot of people have trip anxiety. I know that I do and I do not like to plan. I don't like to plan trips or events. I just don't. <laughs> I'm not sure why some people love it. And I wouldn't often plan trips. Every summer we would go to the beach. We go to the same beach and often stay at the same place. And it's just like, okay, that's what we do. That's easy. That's easy to replicate. I now, nothing's unfamiliar about that. There are no unknowns. So I felt comfortable. And really the gamble was the weather. What if I plan out a month in advance and then the weather just turns to crap? 
And I would have been a safer bet if I just waited last minute. So I would do that a lot. I would plan trips sort of last minute where everything's much more expensive and harder to get in. I have a question. Do you find that you have, you're able to be more present or have a better time when you kind of spontaneously plan the trip? Or do you find that, you know, when you are planning it, that it's a better time. Just curious. Interesting. You know, I, I, I always plan. I plan it all. If I'm going to do it, I plan it. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'm in that whatever camp. happens, happens. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just I curious, see. like at it's the beginning, fully like, spontaneous. What? I've never been the type of person where, you know, you wake up on a Saturday and you're like, we should go to the beach for a <laughs> night. That's no, that's not happening. It actually never helps. So I'll drag my feet because I'm being indecisive. Well, where are we going to go? And then I have some shoulds around. I shouldn't pay too much for hotels. So then mm-hmm. I'm endlessly trying to find a place that's amazing and cheap because that's mm-hmm. easy. That's easy. So the longer I drag my feet, the more stressful it becomes. And at the end of the day, once it's booked, it's booked and I'm fine. I can move on. And then it doesn't matter how far in advance I book something when it comes down to it, when it starts getting closer and I can look up the weather, the same old sort of worry and anxiety comes up. So I don't Mm. know that there's a difference for me. Honestly, I think when I think of an idea, I should go for it. And something I'm continuing to, to train myself in because the longer I marinate around something, consider think about it, wonder, reflect, it ends up creating a more stressful situation. And oftentimes I don't know if it's actually more expensive. I just have it that it ends up being more expensive. Cause I'm like, well, of course it's these prices. It's only, you know, to, to get a plane ticket, it's only a couple of weeks out. You're an idiot. Why do you keep doing this? Right. And then I, then I just get to, you know, be mean to myself for a little bit. I love that question. I don't know that there's a difference. I think for me, the difference really comes internally and something that I may have had a small breakthrough in, in April. So we went to the beach early April. You know, I had hit a wall the beginning of the year from the pandemic, being inside, not really, you know, getting to do much. We live in a small apartment. I love being outside and I love, love, love the beach. And it's not a place that I, we always get to every year because I'm not a great planner. So it's just, it's not something we can, we reliably do. It was a kind of a breakthrough for me to say, you know what, I actually want to make this happen and then made it happen. And I knew it was early April. We're in Virginia. I can have zero expectation that it's going to be 85 degrees on the beach. So I go into telling everybody and you guys heard this, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how the weather is. I mean, I just need to stay somewhere where I can see the water and the beach because if it rains, it's not a problem. I go to the beach to be at the beach. I don't want to be three blocks from the beach in case there's bad weather, right? So that's how I sort of do that. The forecast ended up showing rain for most of the time. I then wasn't okay with it doing whatever it wanted to do. I felt like such a hypocrite because I'm telling everybody it's fine. I, I know it's early April, whatever. I don't care. I just want to be at the beach. It's fine. The weather actually ended up being better than it was supposed to be. And we did still have some rain. I had my winter parka. I had my hat. I had like my fake Ugg boots on. It was cold by the ocean. We still had a great time, but there were moments where I started to realize I've been saying I'll be okay. And I am not okay. This is making me upset because I'm taking a couple days off. I need the weather to be good. I need it to be better than this. And I'm sure if it wasn't rain, then I'd be like, it's too cold. If it's not too cold, I'm like, it is way too windy. I need it to sort of be perfect. Other weird things that came up, 
was I accidentally broke the lock to the sliding door at our Airbnb. And my husband wasn't like super thrilled about it. And then I was just like, why are you mad at me? I'm not that strong. Something must've been wrong over there. I'm just like, seriously, we have to deal with this. On our first full day, it was beautiful out. Like the sun came out and I'm like, oh my God, it wasn't supposed to be this nice. Let's go out to the deck. And then I break the lock so we can't get out there. (laughs) So I'm like, why, why universe? I don't understand. My husband was able to resolve it in a short period of time for not a lot of money. Thank goodness. And so I, again, I had multiple opportunities to cause these different breakthroughs for myself. Let's not have this ruin my trip. So I kept really working with myself around this. And then the kicker was we get through all of this. And there was a couple other things we had. There was a lot of noise coming from like the upstairs neighbor. I don't know if they cleaned literally 24 seven in the entire time we were there, but which is like a lot going on. And I live in an apartment and I've been hearing a lot of my neighbors during quarantine. I'm like, I really can't have that happen while I'm on vacation. I paid way too much money to be experiencing the situation at home on vacation. So I had to sort of deal with myself around that too. Again, what was I willing to let go of or to deal with so that it actually didn't ruin our time away? And then on the way home, our car broke down. We had to get it towed. (laughs) And I'm like, that's fine. I got AAA. Shout out to AAA. I get a free tow within 100 miles. We were far away, but we weren't over 100 miles at that point. So I'm like, okay, cool. Then we're talking AAA, find out because of COVID, you can't ride in the truck. So we have to pay an Uber to come pick us up in the middle of nowhere. I finally get home and the whole time, I started to share this and I know I share this with Tatiana. She was cat sitting for us, sent out an SOS. Can you please go and feed our cats tonight? I don't know when we're going to get home. This is not what I was planning. And I just kept sharing. I'm like, maybe the universe didn't want me to go on vacation. And then my sister, I think Tatiana said this, but it didn't happen on your way to the beach. You got to the beach. You got to have your time away. And on the way home, you know, I never thought about it. Maybe the universe was telling me you should stay on vacation. I don't know. But I really was just like, maybe I'm just not going to travel for a while. That was a lot. Maybe it's just easier to, to, you know, to stay at home. So I probably had like four or five opportunities in four days to keep checking myself. I really got clear about how attached I was to having a picture perfect vacation. Even though I was telling everybody it didn't need to go that way weather-wise, but I had built it up. And I don't plan trips very often. So it just needed to go perfect. And those four days away is what inspired this topic. Cause I'm like, there's no way I'm the only one. You guys definitely related to what I had shared. I just wanted to bring attention to this. Cause I don't think we always are aware of how much pressure we put on trips or maybe family events, holidays. We all have a sense of how it's supposed to go. And then it's part of my French, a shit show and families fighting, or we get into it with our significant other or whatever. And we're like, this wasn't supposed to happen. That's what I hear. This wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. So a lot of things that I definitely resonate with. I think the thing that came to mind the most is weather for me is something that I can, when I do have to prepare, I do get a lot of anxiety around preparing, but when I prepare it's for like everything. I had rain boots in my truck just in case, because they said it might rain. I also had sandals in case it was warmer. You know, I mean, you'd like an extra jacket that I definitely needed an extra blanket. Cause I thought, even though we're going to the beach, it may be cold used it. So, you know, I prepare heavily so that I can kind of ease some of that anxiety away. And interestingly enough for that trip where I was parked was close enough where if I needed to bail out of my literally bail, like jump ship from my tent, I could have when I can plan and control enough, 
and that's really the key for me that I'm realizing in like is the control piece then I don't feel as anxious because the weather is going to do what it's going to do I really don't have a control over that and I can just share my experience about it and really like when we woke up it was gorgeous out the sun came out it was a little cooler thank goodness so it actually ended up working for our benefit and I really had to get real clear on like I cannot control the weather I can't control the date and time I I just have to get used to relinquishing that control and like maybe the anxiety is going to still be there but I went I turned right back around from that trip and went to Colorado which was a totally different trip went into that with I haven't prepared enough I was just on the beach a minute ago even though prior to that trip to the camping I already packed my bags for Colorado so I was well prepared for my trip to Colorado but the thing that I realized in that trip was what gives me the anxiety is the not knowing I'd never been to Colorado. What if the weather's even crazier than I imagined? Or we rented a car. What if something happens to the car? We're driving through the Rocky Mountains. What if a rock falls in it? I don't know, like crazy shenaniganry. Now that I'm home, I was like, there was parts of the trip that I absolutely enjoyed once in a life, like opportunities and experiences. And I get to keep those moments with me. And I realized those were the moments I was really present for. And then there were lots of other parts in the trip that I was a complete mess in my head. Like, what are we going to do for this? What about that next part? And just anxious. So it's like finding for me, what I'm seeing, at least from that, both of those trips combined is how do I find that balance between here's where I need to be present and here's where I need to relinquish control. And there are things I can do. Like if I, if it's raining, I can run into a store. They have stores in Denver. I can run into a store and grab a jacket. Like it's not the end of the world allowing myself to be okay with the unknown and not making myself wrong for not being adventurous or not being prepared enough or whatever that looks like. Just being okay with being on vacation. Mm, That's so great. What I'm getting over here from what you both are sharing is that there's a reason why this is happening. There's a reason why you were pointing to Jennifer about your car breaking down on the way back to Virginia. What can we take from these things that happen to us either on our trip, before our trip, after our trip that are problems or opportunities? Were you supposed to be at that certain point in the universe because of you were supposed to meet someone or you were supposed to miss out on something that happened back in Virginia and that was like slowing you down or to not have you involved in something else that was worse? Does that make sense? This this one trip that I took home back to Pennsylvania, it was probably a couple years ago, was the craziest trip home I've ever had since I've been down in Virginia, which has been like 15, 12 years or something. I went home for Easter and we always have like two traditions that we do. My mom does an egg hunt and, you know, we just, we do all these really fun things. So all of those things were planned. And I was like wanting to go run outside, which is not typical of me. I'm not really a runner, so. but I was like on a health kick or something like that. And um, I was like running slash walking, you know, interval-ish type stuff. There's no sidewalks. It's literally a road and then woods and trees and fast cars, one lane. It's not a real safe place to do running. So I was like running around this curve and there's dirt and gravel and rocks on the side of the road because 
it's in the mountains of not the city. So I'm running slash walking and literally I fall and I skin my knee up and I'm limping back to home, which is not real close. And cars are passing me, like looking at me like, what is this girl doing? I have blood running down my leg. Okay, if I reflect back, why did that happen? Why did my foot randomly hit? I don't usually fall. I'm not a clumsy person. So that was really weird. And then on my way home, I ended up running over some type of log that was in front of my mom's house. Totally forgot it was there. And I run over it with my car. I literally was like, well, I'm already half over it. Might as well just go over the rest of it. And totally messed up. I did not turn my car off for six hours because I was scared it was not going to turn back on on my drive home to back to Virginia. I got home. There was stuff leaking out of it, but I got home. You hit it right on the head. It is what allowed me to calm down when we were dealing with the car on the way home, because that is something that is familiar to me. I tend to not really remember it. And I don't know, maybe my sister was reminding me. It's that idea of one, what if this is the worst thing that happens? I am fine. If this is the worst thing that happens involving my car and me or whatever, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, universe. All right. My husband out of frame can hear me and is basically like pointing to himself. Like I was the one telling you that (laughs) (laughs) I always get credit. Shout out. My bad. So it was him trying to, trying to keep me sane. That is definitely always a good idea on his part. Something else that I thought of is what if this was sort of protecting us? I don't know if you guys are familiar with, I think, I think it's called a parable this farmer speaking to God and just being really upset. Why, why did you take my cow? Like that his cow died. He's a farmer. It's the only thing that he can rely on to survive. He's trying to take care of himself and his wife. And he's just talking to God and saying, why would you take this cow? Mm. And then God saying, well, actually the angel of death came for your wife and I gave him the cow instead. And you that, never know, right? You never know. You just so, never know. I don't know when I heard that. I mean, decades ago. And it cropped up for me in these moments. We don't actually know what could have been around the corner or if we hadn't been slowed down by those few hours. Could we have been involved in a car wreck? Again, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I sometimes try to sort of figure this stuff out. But for me, I think it's more the context of how could I maybe spend this? Because I just like mm. to look at different things. One, I could have it just be like, this effing sucks. This is a nightmare. I have the worst luck. I, I could easily, I could easily go there. For hours or days or weeks oh, or, yes. you know. Or until oh. your next vacation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Absolutely. So I could go there and I could also choose to be like, well, how could I look at this in a way that doesn't totally piss me off or bum me out? you know, why not? Why not try on something else? So we never know, but even considering that maybe there was some divine order or there was some reason, and maybe there just isn't, maybe the car just did what the car did. But what you were pointing to, Deanne, I kind of actually had forgotten because it's been a few months. That is sort of what saved me in that moment and allowed me to kind of regroup. And it didn't take me out. It was awesome. What helped me move past this concept of whether you're attached or committed to something. And when you're attached, things need to look exactly the way they're supposed to look. There's really no room for being flexible, for uncertainty. 
for literally life to be life because life is uncertain and we are not in control. And being committed means you're, you're committed to something larger, which actually doesn't have to look a particular way. So what I realized is, oh, you know what? What I'm actually committed to around this vacation is that I'm taking time away from work, that I'm making memories, that I'm having adventures, and that I'm experiencing something new. Guess what? I checked all of those off the list. When I could remind myself of this tool that I have in my toolbox, and shift away from the weather was supposed to be perfect. I was supposed to be able to sit outside on the beach every day, all day. I was supposed to have peace and quiet in this Airbnb. Nothing was supposed to go wrong with Airbnb. And I wasn't supposed to have any car trouble, right? Like that's kind of a very fixed picture of how it was supposed to go. And you can apply this to any part of your life. And again, reminding myself, actually, what am I, what am I committed to around this experience or trip or vacation? or holiday dinner. You can really just take it and apply it to anywhere. Yeah. Making memories, having adventures. I'm like, I made some great memories and I have some pretty cool stories, some ridiculous stories to share. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. It, that was a success. Everything that I, that I was committed to happening happened. It took so much pressure away from it needing to look a certain way. So I think that's definitely something that I wanted to share that may resonate with somebody out there. And it may have people think, Oh, what am I saying about how this experience or trip goes? What am I saying it has to be like? What do I actually want? That's maybe bigger. It's more nebulous. Do I just want to spend time with family? Okay, guess what? You can spend time with family and it could pour outside or it could snow five feet and you could be snowed in and not get to do anything that you wanted to do. But are you with family? Yes. For me, that was huge. And then with a the car, you know, I sort of just like lost it in that moment. And then Deanna, what you're pointing to, I was like, okay, I, I can come back to this. Maybe somebody up there is protecting me or this is happening for a reason. It, mm -hmm. You know, these are tools that for me, when I have to get creative, these are a couple of the ones that I, I put into place. So thank you. Yeah, I did the same thing. I took that as when I fell, like looking back on that, like months later, because I was like, well, it was weird. I don't usually do that. I took it as like, something's trying to get my attention for a reason for Ooh. something. Because I ended up falling again, randomly. <laughs> it was like, uh, I was walking into my office building. And I fell in the lobby with my computer bag, my purse, my coffee, and I was holding something else in my other hand, but I was like walking around a corner to get to my the elevator and I literally just fell. And it was like this poof, like same oh. way I fell when I was running. It was the same. Wow. I ripped my pants. I fell in front of people. It was the most embarrassing thing ever. My, but it was funny because when I fell, I literally landed and I was still holding my coffee upright. I did not spill <laughs> oh. anything. I when. Up, brushed myself off. Literally, I fell so hard on the floor, it knocked the wind out of me. The same exact way I fell when I was running <laughs> outside. <laughs> I just fell so hard, like right down. It was almost like pay attention. Something has something to tell me. I don't know what that is or what that message is, but I still think back to that. I fell the exact same way. I jacked up my knee again. I ripped pants. You know, my knee was injured again. Like it was just so weird. There's a message that I just need to pay attention. So I was, my eyes were open. I was listening. I was like, okay, like, what do I need to hear? What am I not hearing? What am I not seeing? You know, what's going on? So that's what I took from that. 
the person that helped me up, I was like, maybe I need to learn something from this person, or maybe there's something that I just don't know. I was very aware the second time it happened when I fell, the person that was helping me up was, you know, someone that I worked with, not like closely, but I knew mm-hmm. him, but he was like helping me up. He's like, Oh, you know, are you okay? And I just was like, my eyes were so probably wide open. He's probably like, is she really okay? <laughs> so <laughs> like, I just was paying attention to everything around me. Like, right. What do I, what, it, what does this mean? What? Yeah. Is there a message? I love that too. (laughs) I love that too. And what was interesting, and I don't know why we're supposed to meet nothing, nothing has come out of it, but we had just the coolest guy drive us home. He was part of Lyft, shout out to Lyft. They work with AAA, I guess. And I kept telling AAA people, there's not going to be a driver around here. What are you talking about? We're literally in the middle of nowhere. And then, you know, my husband looks on his app and there's one person available. Well, first I was upset because I didn't get to be right about it. You know, dang it. There is somebody. And then the guy was just the coolest. And he told us a story that he wasn't even really supposed to be there. He was like visiting family. He wasn't in his area. He just decided to turn on the app. He was literally heading back over the bridge into Virginia. And we just happened to grab him. He thought maybe he'd just get paid to drive back home. So there was some level of protection, like even though the car broke down, even though we're in the middle of nowhere, AAA and our Lyft driver showed up at the exact same time. There was a driver to take us home and he was a cool dude. We just like talked. That is so crazy. Looking back, I don't know what the message was, but I can play with what maybe it meant in a way that makes me feel better about the situation. And it's who cares? Same thing, you know, to go back to our road rage episode. We don't know what other people are going through that have them drive the way that they drive, but we can make up some things that just have us calm down a bit. I was just going to say, it's like trust in the universe that things will work out, you know, like everything worked out. I love It's almost like, see, I told you, I told you that I have you. I got, I got your back. Everything worked out. It always works out. Yeah, I was going to say, it actually reminded me, and I think I told you about this, Jennifer, the other day, the story of like, (laughs) I I don't know if I heard it on the radio or not, but um, another throwback to like the Road Rage episode where I was listening to my Jesus tunes and like, I just happened to be switching between channels and heard this clip where it was like, are you stressed out while Jesus is asleep on the boat in the middle of your storm? Like, you know, what's going on with you when everything's really like, everything's under control and we're over here like, the ship's going down. Today's my day. I mean, I I went on like the highest zip line or whatever. And I was like, I'm going to die. Here it goes. And it's so funny. At some point, you just have to like get that you're actually taken care of. And we don't have any control over anything. The quicker my brain could do some mental gymnastics to get to everything happens exactly the way that it's meant to happen. And I'm not missing anything that I'm not supposed to have, right? Like I'm not going to miss what's for me. That Mm. idea that I'm not going to miss what's for me. And if it's not for me, I'll miss it. Wow. You maybe solved my FOMO. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I heard that go. Next up world peace. I, right. (laughs) Oh my God. We're literally, we're just, we're solving it all. Yeah. That I will miss what I'm supposed to miss. Things Mm -hmm. happen as they're supposed to happen. I don't know, you know, people listening, you may buy into that. You may not. For me, I I use it as a tool. Like I hear certain things and it really resonates with me as, maybe taking away some of that angst or maybe that need to control or whatever, which typically leads to stress and anxiety. 
So I love that idea that things will get worked out. You're taken care of and what's for me will be for me. And what's not, you know, will pass me by. I love this. You guys have really contributed to me that I am going to take some of these things that you said onto whatever trip I have coming up next. Just in the same way, I just want to put this out there. We've mentioned the road rage episode a couple of times. That has made such a difference for me. Mm. I hear your voices in my head when I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> when I start to get really worked up and I go, am I running late right now? How much responsibility and ownership are you going to take about how you're even being behind the wheel, right? Like that's a huge one for me. Mm. So if nothing else, if nobody ever listens to this episode, I love that our commitment is like, we're just hanging out, we're having fun and we're being of contribution. And maybe sometimes that only happens within the three of us, but I'm just thrilled that the episodes <laughs> are making a difference for me, you know? Oh yeah. Tatiana, would you please, cause you brought up this reminder. Can you remind everybody, or we're going to start sharing, we have an email address. So whatever you get from these episodes, whether they're good, they're bad, you agree, you disagree, or you just have something else you want to share or an idea for a future episode, we just would love to hear from you. So we created uh, an email account. And in this moment, I'm just kind of drawing a blank because I'm human. So Tatiana, would you just remind everybody what it is? And we'll also have it sort of within our podcast notes too. I know that's hilarious. I'm actually looking for the title of it. Because we've never <laughs> given it out before. It's who, who says the podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I should have asked Deanna. You're the one that set it up. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the wrong person. Who says the podcast at gmail.com. So that is the, the email address. So if you have anything you want to share with us, send us a note there. We definitely would love ideas for, for future episodes. Because everything yeah. that we talk about, we want it to be relatable. These are things that we all deal with or maybe struggle with. We want freedom from, we want to get over, not have it impact us any longer. So please share any and all ideas. If you ladies don't have anything else to add, I think we will wrap up. You're good? Yep. Okay. All right, cool. Thank you to everybody who has listened. Come back for another episode. We are so honored that you give us your time out of your day. We hope that it made a difference and we're excited for our next episode. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what it's going to be just yet. We have a little bit of a list to choose from, but please come back and check it out. Subscribe if you haven't. So you get notifications when we do release a new episode and we'll see you next time. Bye y'all. Bye. Bye.